dude, the only way to actually play WoW is to be watching something on your second monitor or be completely shit-faced in the room with someone else also playing WoW. <laughs> we all we all rolling yeah. on our our sound rolls, our magnetic tape. Yeah. Welcome to the Fireside Cast, everyone. Um, my name's Travis Kohler, and I'm joined, as always, by my two lovely co-hosts. John Lockard. David Yu. And uh, what are we going to be discussing this week, David? Mansa Musa, dude. Mansa Musa. The title is, his title is Mansa, which means a sultan or emperor, and his name was Musa. Sounds like an item in League of Legends. And he was the emperor of uh, Mali, which was the successor to the Ghana Empire of West Africa. Huh. And why why he's famous is he's famous for um, causing vast inflation in the Middle East and all of Northern Africa because he wanted to travel in style. So he's traveling in a hot air balloon? Yeah, I was going to say, he's traveling in a blimp? Nah, he's traveling, if the blimp floats on gold, then yes. Well, I mean, I guess both of them are due to inflation, so either way. Yeah. And uh, he died, he died, he was born in 1280 and he died in 1337. That's a pretty decent lifespan, especially for that region. This is oh, like yeah. ma malaria plague era, right? Also... What an excellent year. He is also the richest person of all time. Even, of all time. Even richer of than all Steve time. Bonnet? Richer than John D. Rockefeller. Richer than all of the Rothschild family put together. Wow. For 300 years. That's some serious money. Richer than Bill Gates. How did he four make this much bank? Four times richer than Bill Gates. How did he do that? That's incredible. I think our audience would like to know. Are you going to leave them in anticipation? Or are you going to edge them and then get to it at the very end? No, it's, it's a very simple answer. Right? Just edge them and the, get, uh, get back to it at the end. That's the hook. Uh, anyone who knows yeah. anything about, about geography. Um, yeah, we all know it's blood diamonds, but you, you didn't have to tell them that. Giving oh, it away. So, so fun See, this is Johnny. this is why this is why we only got like 19 listens on that one podcast. It's because David just gives away all the information in the very first minute. <laughs> so, so fun thing, fun thing about John D. Rockefeller. When J.P. Morgan died, he was like, "Why was there so much fuss for someone who's not even rich?" Because J.P. Morgan was only worth 80 million dollars, and Rockefeller was worth 300 billion dollars. Step so, up your game. So he was like, "Why? Why does? Why do people care that this poor man died?" Shit, man. I guess it's all relative in the grand scheme of things. Oh. And I'm glad to see that they've carried on that legacy Who, about not caring. Of, yeah, of not caring about poor people and whatnot. This is gonna bother me until I know the answer. What the hell is that on the desk behind you, John? That. Yeah. On the table? Yeah. It's the Illuminati board game. Okay, thank you. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> I, just, I just kept seeing it and I needed to know. <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to get someone to play it, but it's like a one to three hour game and no one wants to play with me. I'd totally play it if you were, you know, anywhere remotely near me. Yeah, that's not a thing right now. All right, pick up. All right. So where were we, David? Um... Mansa Musa, king of Mali, richest man in all of history. Um, and if you don't, if you guys don't know where Mali is, it is where Timbuktu is. Everyone's heard of Timbuktu. You might oh, not know course. where it is, but they've heard of Timbuktu. Um, exactly. And uh, Timbuktu was great. It was uh, a two hundred thousand person city, so it was larger than uh, London, Paris, and Rome at the time. Well, you know, West Africa in its heyday. Every every region had their heyday. This is theirs. A day just full um, of hay. Yep. Ours yeah. is generally in late August. That's why the Assassin's Creed games moved around, because different countries had their heyday at different times, and they wouldn't be able to jump off of buildings without hay carts. Mm. Uh, I that thought you were going to say, sense. 
it yep. moved around it moved around because uh the assassins kept destabilizing the government and then they had to go to find a new one this is all i can and... think of when david keeps saying this guy's name <laughs> 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 it's the it's the sneaky it's the sneaky meme song. His I like it. His inner weeb comes out as the song gets <laughs> like copy pasted by everyone who donates to him and wants it to be played. <laughs> so, uh, we might put something else in the podcast because I really wanted to just do an episode on him because, um. Like we've we've only done European history so far. Okay. And um I mean I'm down for it. I'm, I'm down, down to clown. Yeah. yeah. I am ready Let's to go. diversify this podcast. We are yeah. an equal opportunity podcast here. <laughs> we are we <laughs> We will make fun of every single race, every single country. Just you wait. <laughs> Nothing is beyond our wit. <laughs> Except I... jokes. So so, so... <laughs> jokes is <escape> us. <laughs> <laughs> so when so when Timbuktu was first founded, it was kind of just a tr- small trading post, and uh, like West Africa, Saharan Africa doesn't really have anything because the Sahara is a desert. But what they do have, and here's how they made their money: are people Sulf. and diamonds? Oh, no, no, that's that's wrong. Wrong part of Africa in the wrong time period. I guess oh. that is technically sub-Saharan. Yeah. So never so, mind. Uh, so so salt more precious than gold. Yes. I feel like we yep. mentioned this before where they used to pay Roman soldiers in salt. Because they're worth their weight in salt. Yep. So desert nomads would just cut blocks of salt and tr- transport them by foot through the desert. And, David, uh, there's something too. going on in your background. It sounds like someone's using an old-fashioned... I don't know whose background, but it sounds like someone's using an old-fashioned washboard. My roof is being... My roof is being fixed. Uh, okay. What, should, huh. what, what do? What do? Can you move to? Can you move to other room? Job. Is there is there a basement available for the David? There might not even be his room available for the David at this point. <laughs> I think oh, they cut man. his internet. AT and T just wrecked me. Do you have? Do you have like wired connection? No. You should tell them to fix your internet while they're fixing your roof too. Oh my god. Okay. We'll figure this all out in post. Yep. So, how's your day been? Uh, not too bad. Went to work after that wonderful three-day weekend. Went by pretty quick. It got kind of dirty. Stocked a lot of lumber. I was so confused because I the entire day I thought it was Wednesday. Oh yeah. Yeah, everyone at my work did too. I went for... I don't know, let's say 18, ah, 16 or so hours without knowing that it was not. That <laughs> 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 I got doing home pretty and good. Was looking for a video that only is posted on Wednesday. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you did pretty good for not knowing what day of the week it was. This is, I'm so sorry, John. The editing's going to be something. Salt. That's fine. Salty. They make their money from the salt. Yes. Because they were at the trading post where, all, where uh, it was a salt hub. Now, on what level trading post were they? Were they level one where it was horse and buggy? Were they level two where it was a paved road? Or were they level three where it was a train? Level 0.5 because there was no buggy. It was camels. Well, I guess they have like they have the, the saddlebags though, right? Is that what they're carrying around? Yeah. Yeah. The, the carriage. So I, I, guess, I guess that'd be level one. Yeah, we'll go with level mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they really need to put some wood into that trading post. Maybe upgrade it to the next mm-hmm. level. Yeah, I think that'd be best. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, a great man called Sundia Takeda. I've heard of that uh, guy. There's Really? Because he's called the Lion King. I know. Uh, I le- <laughs> Wait, do, you, do you actually know? Yeah, I learned about him in uh, world music. What was his contribution to world music? Because I just know that he created the Mali kingdom from um, I don't know, but we had to read his epic. I've got a whole pound of Mary, but I can't seem to find Molly. Because she's dancing with Miley Cyrus. 
Mm-hmm. So, David. So, okay. So, he, the, 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 the gist of it is, uh, Trading Post, this is all he made his money, right? Trading Post. All the salt comes through there. Trade. Big profit. Same reason why Rome became big. Same reason why uh, Baghdad became big. Um, trading hubs. And uh, he became king because his predecessor didn't believe that it was impossible to reach the extremities of the ocean. Which is just the convoluted of saying there is no place he believes he cannot go. And so um, he died in a whirlpool. All right, what a way to go. And then Fonsa Musa uh, became king. And why he's famous now is he is well known for uh, for his hajj. And the hajj is uh, most Muslims aspire to go visit uh, Mecca once in their life. And that's the, the, the pilgrimage is called the hajj. Wow. But how good was his potch? Is potch the stew-type gruel that the English serve to their children? Well, yeah, but if he's got a lot of hodge, he probably has some podge. <laughs> I thought I just meant like podge might have been something different in uh, some in in America. I don't know. In America, I've never For... had any podge, so I have a little pudge, but you know that's a little different from eating too much mm-hmm. podge. Well, apparently a podge mm-hmm. is a short, fat person. Hey, there we go. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> that works because I'm four foot three. So he made his pilgrimage in one year from 1324 to 1325. Uh-huh. And uh, he he couldn't take him just himself because it's a very good Muslim's responsibility, right, to, to make the Hajj. So he brought mm-hmm. 60,000 people with him and 12,000 slaves. Huh. Each slave carrying four pounds of gold bards. Bars, not bards. <laughs> and heralds that has staffs made out of gold. And bags made out of gold. This must have been some some rough The gold bags. bag is just so impractical. I, I mean, was it, was it, it like Louis Vuitton, dude. Was it like chain? Like chain woven? They just say gold bags. It could like be gold, like like gold flakes. You know, like how they put it on chocolate and stuff. Also possible. Oh, you mean like um, like edible, 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 gold, flakes. You mean like gilded, is like gilded bags as opposed to just gold bags. Yeah, not like solid gold bags because that would be impractical. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, each slave is the slaves are doing the heavy heavy carrying. It's four pounds of gold. I mean, all things considered, four pounds isn't a whole lot. How much is that conversion rate? Four pounds to uh, four pounds of gold. Mm, I wouldn't know because this was also like seven hundred years ago. Let's see what it is in current times. Four pounds of gold in current times. So what is four pounds of gold worth? Well, David. Yeah, six hundred seventy-two thousand. All right, so that's just how much the slaves were carrying, not counting the silk. You hear that, guys? That's all the cutting I'm going to be doing in post. (laughs) 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 Um, So, and and since he he was a devout Muslim and a great guy, he also brought cooks. How many cooks? Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Not enough cooks. For to feed sixty thousand people. I was gonna so say he brought sixty thousand people as part of his entourage, and then brought entourage for his entourage. Now, did they watch <laughs> HBO's entourage? You know that show's overrated. It really is. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, he brought eighty camels, each carrying three hundred pounds of gold dust. So gold, but he made sure it was in dust form. Aha. Uh-huh. So can it be like re reconstituted if you add water? Or so he could throw it on the fire at the end of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Just... There we go. 
Um, he would. So this it, it took a year for him to travel to Mecca, right? Not because like the the way of traveling seven hundred years ago was really slow. It was, but um, he would just give gold to poor people every time they would come up and ask for some. Well, that was nice of him. He also built a mosque in every single city he went to. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was making it hail. <laughs> it's mons. Forget so, making it rain. This guy is straight monsoon season. He he stopped briefly in Cairo and bankrupt, like not bankrupted, but ruined the entire city's economy. Because he, he just he just gave out so much gold. <laughs> he de- well, he devalued gold for the next decade. Wow. In That's all, pretty of, impressive. all of North Africa and, and uh, the Levant. All right, well, this so he is, just gave out gold to a bunch of people. This is way too recent for you to remember the name of these people, but this actually was done quite recently with silver. Um, late 90s, early 2000s. They're like these couple group of people who just bought up all the silver in America and inflated the prices to ridiculous levels. And then just sold nope. it, causing the value of silver to just drop immensely. Oh, yeah. So that way they had all those commercials like, buy gold and silver. Yep. It's the most sound investment I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Oh. That makes sense. I do not recall any of this, probably because we were alive during that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> my, da- my dad um, was working jewelry shows at the time, and he was commenting on it. So. Oh, yeah. And it took even longer because he made sure to import um, architects from Spain. Because everyone knows Spain has the dopest architects. Why Spain? They even have, they have, that, they have that church that's still not finished yet. It's going to be finished in like another 20 years. When did they start? Like Yesterday. 300 years ago. Huh. But yeah. why Spain? I, Spain was famous for their architecture. I don't know. Really? I don't think of Spain when I think like, of architecture. Like, what time period was this? What would what, what, you say? I mean, again? I think Thir- of 13... Portugal, but that's because you took a class on it. 1324. 1324. No, I took a class on Peruvian architecture. Oh, well, there goes there goes my and, key countries. And and French and English. Gothic, yeah, like... Gothic and, and Rococo style are the ones I studied. Oh. Yeah. Not, um, uh, not Portuguese. Not, 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 not Portuguese, no. Close enough well, to Spain where well, they did, would have just asked the Spanish. Well, See, that was probably their I, confusion. They probably did exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's that one P country? Ask them for their architects. Uh, Spain starts with an S. Not pain. I know. I know. But I'm pain. saying they, they thought it was um, Portugal when it was really Peru. So they were like, get them from there. And they're like, well, that's too far. Let's just, I mean, Spain's bigger anyway. We'll just grab some people from there. And that's what they did. And that's how it happened, everyone. That's all, folks. Case closed. Um, and, uh, he, nothing really, like, of important happened, but he kind of realized, like, the folly of what he's done on his way back. So on his way back, he just started, like, started borrowing all the gold back from, from the people he can see so you just ask for gold like borrow gold gold back and then on purpose not return them to accrue interest so that he can pay more money back later so you can like kind of control how much money was like in the global economy at the time huh um so this is the only this is the only time in recorded history that one man controlled the price of gold in the western world big swag and because of this trip people wrote of um how great he was, and how, how fabled he was. Um, but when people showed up to his empire, like all they noticed was the city of Timbuktu was made out of mud huts and not like plated in gold like they were thought to. It's because, again, it's not because <laughs> there was gold in the region, it's because they made all their money trading salt. <laughs> so yeah. Fair enough. Um, and when he came back, he, he brought back a lot of Arabian scholars and architects to make his country great and he created 400 different cities each with their own library and mosque in them with all his his big ones 
It's a good power play. Like, hmm. Yeah. All I got are these mud huts, but I got a lot of money. I'm going to have to import everything. Well, like, mud huts are, mud huts are, like, good because it's hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. good. There, and then you can, like, I can't even, oh, man. What am I trying to say? So much cutting in post. <laughs> You're trying to say that he couldn't have built stuff out of gold anyway because gold no, is not structurally to... sound. It's too soft. Yeah, that. But more, also, like, brick is pretty good for temperature. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good insulation. So Europe started trading, and they were like, wait a minute. You're, this place isn't as rich as we think it is. And then the, 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 uh, they didn't care because they, the first university in Africa was created there, too. Um, Holy shit, I just went on the of weirdest Wikipedia trek during this last conversation <laughs> that ended with David Bowie's The Man Who Sold the World. So, <laughs> we, I just wanted to inform you guys where I was. <laughs> I'm I was wondering, you were, like, you were like sitting there with like your shirt kind of over your face, and I'm like, I think something spooked Travis. <laughs> well, David said that the man single-handedly controlled the world's economy for a second. And then I'm like, I'm oh, going. Well, did. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> he he totally did. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, and he ended his reign like pretty peacefully. And his crowning jewel was that he created um the largest collection of books since the Library of Alexandria. Huh. And Wait. had a million manuscripts and helped twenty five thousand students. He so did, like besides the. He didn't like it was the largest outside of the Library of Alexandria, or did he make? No, he did since oh. since since Alexandria. This guy is a pretty good, extremely wealthy person. Yeah, um, and then the Mali Empire kind of happened. Went downhill. <laughs> went downhill afterwards. Oh, um, it's because I can't seem to find Mali. <sighs> David, where is Mali? Why am it's in Florida? It's a, it's in it's in Miami. Molly Molly is in Miami. There's your geography lesson, everyone. Straight from David. Molly, Molly? is located in Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that large country in northern Africa is actually just Florida. Let's see, how do they relate size-wise? I think about... Mm, Continental Drift was really screwy around this time. You could said about 13 mollies in Florida, I think. I think that's about how they fit. I mean, uh, right, yeah, that works. I, yeah. I straight up expected Travis to break out into gold all of my chain. Hmm? All gold everything. No. Nope. Trinidad, Trinidad James? Uh, Trinidad and Tobago. I, now you're just trolling me because you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know such thing. I'm just gonna every too. time there's a silence instead of cutting it, I'm just gonna put that scissor noise in there. <laughs> <laughs> or like whenever there's actually a large cut because there's gonna be large cuts in this episode we've been off oh, yeah. topic for so long just yeah. like snip snip snips <laughs> <laughs> all right david uh, bring us back well, on track all right so the final thing that historians don't know is that they actually have no idea which path he took um because he you would think that since the man built a mosque in every city, you'd be like, oh, let's just look for all the mosques that were built in succession over a year, right? But he also Fair had enough. a thing where he, he would build a new mosque every Friday. Hmm. Huh. You think he would have done it on a Monday for the alliteration? Did his, yeah. Did his horses have names, though? What? Because if Why not, he would have walked through the desert on a horse with no name. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand. John, John, I, don't I, either, I, but I'm I had such waiting time. for you to explain it to David so I can pretend I knew the whole time. <laughs> I don't understand. I do that for so much stuff. 
Horse with No Name is a song by America. And it's a pretty popular song in the 70s. No, the band America. All right, so I'm looking at this map right now, and I'm seeing a straight line from Mali to Mecca, and it seems like it's a quite an easy journey. So, pro tip, if you Google Fireside Cast, the first uh -huh. image on Google is the picture of um, David Livingston and his daughter. <laughs> uh, with a capital F? Or the Fireside no, Cast? No, 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 Fireside Cast, all one word. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I have a different first image. Yeah, the first image is our chair. Oh. Wait, Just why is it? Fireside cast all one word? Yeah, the first, hey, er, yeah. first image is our chair. See, uh, what is this? My first image, my third image is the chair, and my sixth image is David Livingston. My first image is a 1950s unique enamel fireside cast iron companion. <laughs> I, it's it's available on eBay, everyone. I'll 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 send you the picture on Facebook. This will be this will be posted on our Twitter, so you can easily see. We're we're working on our SEO right now, um, listeners. And uh, any way yep. that you know that can help us. Actually, if you tweet about us, if you mention us on Facebook, if you tell a couple friends, maybe review us on iTunes or whatever you use to um to listen to this. That'd really help us out, and that'll make it so that this. 1950s antique enamel fireside cast iron companion three-piece set ship design will not be the number one re result when you search fireside cast and will instead will be us our chair our fireside our beautiful smiling faces i sure <laughs> but hey if we're, i was we're just vanting while you were frozen, david <laughs> i wasn't frozen man <laughs> you were hey. Oh, fair You're enough. Like... I can't tell anyone. That's... <laughs> um. So the fun thing about his trip is that not only did he spend a lot of money, his entourage spent a lot of money. Well, obviously, um, you don't. You, you gotta go out in style when you're partying with the king. You think the guy who goes to party with Jay Z spends four dollars at the club buying only Bud Lights? No, <laughs> he's gotta buy at least something close to that expensive, you know. And then it's a trickle no, no, down no. effect. No, but Jay-Z Jay is like a rapper, right? This is like a devout king. I also you feel he, that he, he is kind of new money in the way he's just throwing this shit around. Maybe he just believes he needs to spread the wealth. Anyway, they devalue the price of um, slave women, uh, dancing girls, and prostitutes. Well, I mean, that's for the good of the because, whole world. Because his his entourage <laughs> just, just threw money at them. <laughs> oh. They could finally afford to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that he then created. <laughs> he, he then built the college for these people to go to. So he got the money back. <laughs> hey, like modern colleges, they got all the money back. Uh, throwing out oh, some man. zingers in this one. That was your one joke and, uh, of the episode, John. How do you like it? Let's write a review. <laughs> review sounds <laughs> a joke of the episode. I thought I had one earlier in there too. I don't think you can beat that though. <laughs> no, that was pretty good. Try, try. <laughs> Couldn't tip um, I wanted and to. And and because of his trip, um, since then you can actually check this for our curious listeners. Um, any map that appears of of North Africa or of the region or North and West Africa or of that region or of world maps, uh, post the 14th century, uh, Timbuktu is on the map. Because this man spent so much money, people were like, we gotta put this place on This man literally put Timbuktu on the map. <laughs> <laughs> he, reps, he, he reps Timbuktu hard, man. Um, another fun fact, when you zoom into Timbuktu on Google, there is one restaurant that shows up and it's called Boulet Door Restaurant. Boulet so, Door? Yeah, Boulet, like chicken. D apostrophe okay. O R, Ule door. Oh, isn't isn't door ball? 
No, it's D apostrophe R. Yeah, so it's gold chicken. Yeah. Hey. It's probably because the chickens there are made from solid gold. That's probably. It has no images, no ratings, and no menu. So this guy did a really good job of putting Timbuktu on the map. (laughs) (laughs) No, they got an image. They got an image here. Google Maps. Did you just Google Timbuktu or what? No, I yeah, I did. And then I went on Maps, and they have a Poulet d'Or restaurant, and... Uh, Succulent uh... chicken breast, sautéed in banana beer. What? This looks awesome. <laughs> Noisy, touring crowd. Lots of shouting, lots of shooting guns in the air and waving safes. Mandatory blue head scarves available at the front desk. Okay, you're... You're just making this up. No, this is a Google review. <laughs> Apparently the best damn restaurant in Timbuktu is the gold <laughs> chicken, which they make you wear a blue headscarf if you're a woman. And I also, mean, there's only like three restaurants in Timbuktu, so... There's, there's that well, one, there's uh, restaurant. What? <laughs> <laughs> And the picture There's for it was here. just like there is a bricks. restaurant called Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see here. We're gonna change this into a restaurant review. <laughs> Timbuktu's restaurant review. That's actually the name of this episode: Timbuktu Restaurant Review. <laughs> the you know, like the, the rhyme that it just rolls so well off the tongue. It does. This might actually be the only time in recorded history where in the episode, what I say is going to be the title of the episode, actually (laughs) turns out to be the title of the episode. Uh (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to the Fireside Review. (laughs) This week's restaurant, Poulet d'Or. Situated in beautiful, sunny Mali. This restaurant features a unique atmosphere in which there are live gun performances where they shoot off 21 gun salutes to anyone who enters the restaurant. And, if you're feeling stylish, they offer mandatory blue headdresses at the front. There will be a noisy crowd due to this outdoor vibe and atmosphere you're getting, but fear not, for the weather is always scorchingly hot and dry, so you will never have to worry about rain. Trying to beat the heat? There's plenty of mud huts around, perfectly insulated for this climate. Overall, we'll give this restaurant a 4 out of 5. It was a great place. I really enjoyed it, and I'd like to go back someday. But the question is, how is the chicken? Well, according to a Google user from a review four years ago, the chicken breast was succulent and sautéed in banana beer. It is, it is divine, and it sort of falls off the bone as you eat it. Have you ever been to medieval times there, David? If you've been, able, been to medieval times, the sort of preparation that goes into those chickens, times a hundred, it just falls right off the bone. Medieval, medieval time or regular times a hundred? Did you just eat a vitamin D, Chewy? With such swag, too. It's like, I've been to normal times 100 and threw it back. <laughs> like, all right, you do you, boo-boo. All right, let's continue. Yes. What's on my, what's on my computer desk has not changed since I was in college. It's like three mugs, a jar, like a, like a, um container full of tea and or coffee and like a bottle of gummy and some uh some flaming hot cheetos off in the side <laughs> <laughs> occasional cheat occasionally they're cheeto puffs. i thought they were bugles though. but yeah basically next up on the fireside review david's desk next up on the fireside review bugles <laughs> bugles is a unique food it's a corn chip almost but it's designed with a unique it's it's a perfectly aerodynamic design intended to fit on the tips of your fingers so you can eat them off in quantities of five at a time 
Is that actually why bugles are shaped like bugles? No, they're not. But let's go back to Molly. Alright, so um at the in at the very end of his his um uh, his reign, um, he died. But what I actually wanted to say was Was there at least a rainbow? The... Made out of solid gold. <laughs> a single <laughs> color there was, rainbow. There was gold at the end of that rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, all rainbows lead to Timbuktu. <laughs> See, this whole time we thought it just went around the world. We just never thought to look in the one place where it actually ends. The chicken and where of there's gold. actually gold. <laughs> it ends right in that restaurant. Aside, um, John, make some epic intro mu- music for our fireside review of that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta think of a new tune, but yeah, I'll I'll go. I'll come up with something. It'll be great. Yeah, he, he he conquered the city of Tagaza, which is a salt-producing city uh, in the north. So he actually left the empire on a high note because he made even more money after taking. Because they're not only trading gold. They're, produ- they're not trading salt. They're now producing salt on top of trading salt. So they're extra, extra wealthy. Um, his son took over and um, was incredibly wasteful in his standing, which I know is ironic because his father, like, inflated the world. <laughs> but um, How can you be much more wasteful than that? Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's... First of all, it's kind of difficult to, like, what do you call it, inherit or live up to the greatest um, king your your empire has ever had. Fair. It's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to follow that act, right? Can you say that greatest king's name again in case some of our listeners have forgotten it? Um, <laughs> Mansa Musa. Thank you. Great. So, so, so um, he's like, well, I'll never never be as great as dad. Might as well not even try. Well, because like in every in every country, there's like the the founder and then one really good leader. Like in America, yes. it's uh, George Washington and FDR. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's kind of like that. It's pretty much like, it. Those any other two. president, uh, or Lincoln, I guess America is three. It's like George Washington, Lincoln, FDR. America's I mean, there's three. also yeah. Johnson. And Buchanan. I don't think Johnson... I don't think... Do- <laughs> like you said Buchanan with a straight face. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, I can really- easily list off the accomplishments that James Buchanan had and all of the great effects off the top of my head. They are... Continue. Welcome to the fire. Side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this week, James Buchanan. <laughs> so he, he was considered wasteful because um, there was, first of all, there's very little recorded history of him. So uh, the de facto assumption is that he's not very important because you finally put the country on a map and your and your first ruler, like. Is it recorded? It's as if like Julius Caesar put Rome on the map, and then Augustus was like, just not that didn't have anything written about him. Wait, so make no sense, right? So the the guy after um, uh, Monster Masume, he has nothing recorded about him in history. Yeah, he has very little recorded about him. He, if you want to check, his name is Ma Mag Mag Megan One. Megan One. Megan M A G H A N. One. Was Megan his one. son? Was his son Magan too? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or did he have any no, siblings? His, it, no, his his son was Magan Fitzmagan. Oh, so so is is Mansa a title? Mansa 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 means king of king. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So not not much in, like written about him. Uh, he spent a lot of money on himself, and only ruled for four years. Not very important. And then he was up for re-election, but he lost that time. Yeah. Okay, there was a guy I was actually wanted to talk about today. I just didn't think there was enough material, so I wanted to do more research. But this man, okay, spoilers for future Fireside cast. 
episode, this man um, gave everyone 10 pounds if they voted for him. 10 pounds of what? Hey! Hey! <laughs> 10 pounds of gold, just like uh, Monster Masume over here. And uh, he, the best part was he spent half an hour in Parliament and decided it was too boring after he, he bought his way in. Okay, um, hold on a second. Uh, well, let's let's go back. Let's go back and talk about the the Mali Empire for a second here. I'm okay, looking at on okay. a map, and the Mali Empire seems to not encompass literally anything that is current day Mali, but Timbuktu. It seems it it looks like it's going from the west coast of Africa into like just breaching into what is currently known as Mali. What happened with that, David? Uh, Why did the Empire slowly decide to creep towards the Sahara and just stop having a port? Uh, well, I, this is like the simple answer. Here's the simple answer of uh, why Africa countries are shaped the way they are. Uh, the French and English decided to just cut borders. All right. That, that's basically it. But... Uh, when, they took over the, when they took over the continent, they didn't care who lived where. They didn't care who was from where. They decided what was convenient for them and then created the modern borders. But why did Molly, if it was so great and had the richest person ever in it, just get screwed with its positioning in the river? It, um, like, it, it like just any... has the river and it no longer has a, uh, easy access to open waters. It's landlocked. It's, or at least its current position is landlocked. Yes. Why did that happen? French colonial rule. Oh. The French were just like, <laughs> screw you, Molly, I'm going home. Oh, you, or like, screw you, Molly, this is your new home? I guess. Because, I mean, yeah, uh, Sierra Leone, Guinea, and all that stuff were just is where it used to be. It used to go to Senegal, Guinea, all that stuff used to be where Mali was. Mali used to extend all the way there to the west side of Africa. So the French just decided that they didn't like that port? Or they like their port, so you can't have it anymore. I guess, because if you look in, you get to see all of these really French names, like St. Louis... Like, there, there, there's a city where Molly used to be called St. Louis. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that's sort of a Western culture. Yeah, I think Thank that you. doesn't sound Thank quite you, as quite as Native African. Thank you. Thank you, France. Um, also, because the Mali Empire wasn't exactly in one piece when the French got there. Oh, what happened? What fractured it? Um, mismanage like with every empire, mismanagement and nepotism. Also, the idea that it can never fail, which I mean, I guess leads to mismanagement. The Romans are like, uh, they're the best so far. They've made it the furthest. Knock on wood, America. Well, I mean, the only reason the Roman Empire uh, fell was because they lacked a zero to terminate their sea programs. Not There's like, like two people that laughed at that joke. <laughs> I, I, if you laughed at that, tweet at me because I enjoy it. Uh, his his uh, his so, uh, Mansa Mansa's brother Mansa Suleiman took over. Hmm. And uh, so but, it went but, um, but Molly. So it went Mansa Musa, from Mansa Musa yeah. to Mansa, his son Mansa Magan. Ma and then Magen. from Mansa Magan. Mansa Magan 1. From Magan okay, 1. 1. Did it go to Magan 1's brother? No, it went to uh, Mansa Musa. It went from Magan 1 to Magan Boo. And then... <laughs> oh, man. And then... And then... <laughs> then it went to Kid Boo. And then Super... No, no, no. It went to Super Magan Boo. Super Magan Boo. And then Kid Boo. And then Kid Boo. Um... No, his his uh his his brother had a reputation for being a miser, and because of his money saving ways, brought the empire back on track. All right, good for him. That's that's what I like to hear. But um, 
But like the higher ups didn't like that, right? They're like, we were spending all this money, we were living the high life. Uh, so they planned to have a military coup because they wanted to they wanted to make it hail still. So they're like the modern day Turkey. They just kept having coups. There's only been one coup, and it wasn't even successful. There's been a lot of coups in Turkey. Since, okay, since, Has like, there? yeah, since, like, Soviet Union times, like, since, actually, since, okay, World, okay. since World War One like... times, when they actually broke off and schismed and became their own sovereign-ish area, there's been a lot of coups over that mm. period. Fair enough. Um, it didn't, so, it didn't work because the people liked him, and the, uh, the the generals were imprisoned and he also uh, ruled with no issue till the end of his life. He also made a Hajj to Mecca where he didn't bankrupt the world. Um, All right. He he instead, unlike his brother, this is like a very anime thing where one brother's like living large, super outgoing. This man um was a miser and only bought books. Japan, we're looking at you. We're waiting for the anime as of this moment. And it has to be poorly dubbed, too. This is the, like, tall, oh, yeah. gaunt brother with the, with the glasses, you know? And he does the single, look down, eyeglasses, glint, pushes the glasses <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy. It seems we have run out of time. Have we, though? Uh, when... No, we still got a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got one. <laughs> uh, so... So he was also he was so successful that when Ibn Battuta, which you should all know because he traveled the world like three times over, um, I don't know, like literally he traveled the world. You, I don't know where you guys went to middle school, but like clearly not where I went to middle school in America. Uh, I, I went to middle school in America. I went to, well, to two thirds of middle school in America. All right, I went eight and nine. Um, wait, nine anyway. is nine is like high school. Uh, high school. Yeah. Okay. So, so one half. You went to. <laughs> Two thirds of middle school in Canada. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, he found, and I quote, "Wait, I don't want to quote this. It has the N word in it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 that. We're gonna quote that. Just that. And I quote, "I don't want to quote this. It has the N word in it." David you, 2016. <laughs> um. <laughs> Are you sure he wasn't talking about like Niger, the country? Oh, it, it's like the the more polite way. I don't know if this is acceptable. Acceptable. Just say uh. Friend instead, or brother, or brethren, comrade. Yeah. Uh, comrade. Anyway, <laughs> they're described as um seldom unjust and have an abhorrence abhorrence to injustice. Uh, their city, if you're traveling through their country, there's no fear of robbers or men of violence in their entire country. Dude, at least so copy under... and paste that shit into Facebook. I'm so confused as to what you were going to quote and then didn't. It was okay. <laughs> First of all, you don't know what, who Ibn Patuta is, so this quote is lost upon you because he's really important. Um, you could have just skipped the first sentence and it works! I did skip the first sentence! To say, um, the native people of Africa, Go and I it. quote, are seldom <laughs> unjust and have greater abhorrence of injustice than any other people. There is complete security in their country. Neither traveler nor inhabitant in it has anything to fear from robbers or men of violence. I straight up said that a minute ago. Well, word for word. agree to disagree. Uh, check the tapes, John. <laughs> but anyway, so he left his reign on a high note. So the only one who left his reign on a low note was Morgan? No, because his son then... Uh, inherited the throne the the inheritance this is what gets empires and uh he his son king mari jata kita the second i we're butchering all these names his son uh magen marie 
ruled for nine months before getting deposed. And I want you to guess who he was deposed by. It's very, very it's like a trend in Empire. His brother. Uh no, the son of uh, King Mansa Musa. Remember that that kid who only ruled for four years before his uncle took over. Mogan one. Yes. His yeah, Mogan one's. Oh, well, I thought Mogan one died because you said he only ruled for four years. No, nah, he was just opposed. Oh. Uh-huh. Opposed and to what? And his son. Opposed. Opposed. Oh. Okay. Opposed. Oh, okay, that's his... probably where I lo- that's probably where I lost you the first time as I heard opposed. I. am just like his okay. his his three sons. One of his three sons deposed their cousin, who was the son of, you know, his, uh, what is that? I can't, Mogan's uh, uncle. So the, the two sides of the family are deposing each other left and right here. Gotcha. You should probably draw a diagram that we can post on Twitter so everyone can follow along. That would I know really I'm Okay. Yeah. Masa Musa, great guy. You're not going to help not us so with, you're guy. not going to help our Lord. listeners with your hand motions. <laughs> like, uh, like literally don't worry just, about it just, now just sketch we'll post, it we'll post a, your, sketch. your sketch and just yeah, snap we'll... a snap a glossy jpeg of a sketch hell it can even be like in ms paint <laughs> and just send it my way and i'll throw it up you just you just All send right, that tiff file I'll, I'll MS, paint this. <laughs> ms paint and save it as tiff do it you won't <laughs> <laughs> uh okay okay so we're on the we're on the we're on the we're on the fourth ruler now right all right Alright. Um That's like forty eight inches. Yeah. Thanks. We're talking about uh, a standard twelve inch ruler. Sometimes there's eighteen inch rulers. He he unlike his father, uh loved spending money. So he bankrupted the Empire at the height of his moneyness. He uh-huh. bankrupted like Masa Musa did not bankrupt the Empire. He merely inflated the world. This man was able to bankrupt the Empire with his spending. Wow. How? He, spend he, would, it on? he would do dumb stuff like this. Send giraffes across Africa for his friends. How many giraffes? Many. Just, they, he, the history just says giraffes. So he would do stuff like that. I'm going to go ahead and say all the giraffes. Every, every giraffe, giraffe in Africa. Would, every giraffe sent in Africa was sent across the continent. I have a question. Yes. Was Masa Musa native? To Mali, or was he like, um, because you said that he was uh, traveling to Mecca. This is way out of order, and I probably should have asked this at the very beginning of the podcast, but I didn't think of it until now. <laughs> but nice. Is he like native to Mali? Because you said he was traveling to Mecca, or is he like descendant of people who like emigrated from it the is... Middle East? No, no, no. It is it is every good Muslim's like duty to go to Mecca once in their lifetime. Yes, it's called the Hajj. Yeah, it's it's the Hajj, but Re- regardless of re- where. Re- yeah, but regard. How did the how did Islam get to Mali? North Af like I'm trying to remember. I'm, okay, I have to be. I have to get my timeline right. It's because the Muslims conquered Africa, um, in 600. I rem- the Muslims conquered all of North Africa, and the religion spread. Yeah, which is why Arabic is largely regarded there. Yes. Gotcha. And as in, th- like, many countries' national languages. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that is your answer. Okay. I, 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 want, I wanted to make sure, because the um, North Africa then got reconquered again later. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I, I got my history right. So yeah, uh, they, were, they, were, they were conquered. And then they were sort of just left. Like, did they did they they gain autonomy at some point? Did did the people did the conquering? Yeah, did like the no the, they they just they just assimilated. Yeah, but like the Muslim raiding forces, did they just like what peace out and leave? Because they were conquered. You said by the by yeah yeah, and then they assimilated just like how the Mongols conquered China and then just called themselves the Chinese and creating the Yuan Dynasty. Yeah. Mongarians always wanting to tear down a Chinese wall. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Shitty walk, how up, Reeves? It, it, it's because it's, it, it's the Chinese didn't have their own Donald Trump back in the day. True. If they had 
if they had their own Donald Trump, that wall would have, like, the Mongols would have paid for it. And it would have stood the test of time. <laughs> and it would have been 10 feet higher. <laughs> and and it, would have, it would have had a really nice door for the civilized Mongols who, you know, liked books and astronomy to come through. And emigrated legally. But speaking yeah. of immigration, <laughs> hmm. we were talking about um, Mansa Musa, Mansa Magan's son. Who bankrupted everything? Yep. Masa Suleiman's son who bankrupted everything. Ma- wait, yes. Masa Suleiman's son bankrupted everything. Bankrupted everything, and Masa Magan's son deposed him. Ah. Yeah. So Masa Magan's son came back and was like, "I got your back, Dad. You screwed up. But I'm gonna save this country." <laughs> yeah. Basically. Got it. Gotcha. <laughs> Definitely going to need that diagram. Yeah, we are totally going to need a diagram. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's not much recorded about this. Like, the, the guy who's getting the post, what was written about him, other than him sending giraffes to places, was he would increase the tax to finance his debauchery <laughs> and follies. Um, well, at least so he increased the a... tax to raise the, or to decrease the deficit. I, I, yeah, but, like, but like government spending wasn't he wasn't even waging war, it was debauchery, like I don't know. Imagine debauchery seven hundred years ago, six hundred years ago. On a magnitude that would bankrupt a country. On a magnitude that would bankrupt a country. Yeah, what is that? What is the bo- like the debauchery? No, what is debauchery on the level that could bankrupt the richest country in the world? Like what is oh, that? Yeah. I you know Coming from last week's episode, where debauchery meant uh, chestnuts and uh, uh, oh right, waging random wars. Oh my, those chestnuts! <laughs> oh, those chestnuts! Um, what an what an unfortunate name for such a delicious nut. Um, I dude, I don't know. I can't even comprehend. Like, I've never been. I've never had four hundred billion dollars. So if I had four hundred billion dollars, I would tell you what I would debauch. Which would probably be everything. Chestnuts would only be the beginning. <laughs> All right, David. We'll move up the Tonka trucks. David, bring us home. <laughs> All right. So now that we know that you will be replacing uh, chestnuts with Tonka trucks, Monsa that would be so painful. Musa, that would. The second brought it back. He brought it back, and um, he began to reverse the excess excesses. Yeah, give us give us the the last chicken nugget of knowledge that uh that you're going to. One last chicken nugget of knowledge. Yeah, one last chicken nugget one of last knowledge. Golden chicken nugget. Well, okay, so he fixed the empire, and uh, the empire still controlled one million square kilometers, and it became, and the and became wealthy again. Uh, and the empire strikes back because his son fucked up, and then so on and so forth, and so on and so forth. Um, it actually got so convoluted that uh, historians don't even know. Everyone after uh, the guy who fixed everything is called the uh, Monsas of Obscure Lineages because they couldn't keep it straight. Huh. Huh. Well then. Yep. That's kind of cool in its own right. So, so uh, we're going to skip all of these because much like the Roman Empire, it's, it's full of people who tried to fix stuff and people who then took the money that the people who fixed stuff had and it ruined the country more until um, there was collapse. So we're going to skip to the collapse now because All right. these people, though interesting, it's going to be a cycle of he broke it and then he fixed it and then he broke it and then he fixed it gotcha. and then he broke it. All right, give us this give us this real quick because we're like running out of time. Are we actually? Okay, yeah, we are. Um, The, the, the most... The, the final Mansa um, started to lose wars constantly. That actually explains uh, the, the breakup of the country from, like, why is it there now instead of where it isn't. Um, gotcha. I will give you this sweet, sweet photo. There you go. Here's the sweet photo of the breakup of the empire. And it was because um, they started to increasingly lose wars. Uh, the, the mismanagement of empire has the, the surrounding countries... Uh, interested like vultures they're like well the carcass of this empire is up for the picking so let's just fight them um and at the same time the empire on the inside is fragmenting between different spheres of power 
Um, so much like the Mongols and the Romans and uh, almost every other empire, internal fighting and other stronger neighbors came and broke up the empire. Um, the three countries, the three spheres inside the country warred on each other uh, while not defending themselves against the outsiders. So one day, uh, there there is a uh, there was a man called the, the Bamana of Jene, and he declared holy jihad on the debauched nation of Mali and came in and took it over. Holy jihad. Uh, that's that's uh that's redundant. Regular jihad. <laughs> <laughs> but jihad like, light. But like that sounds like a. Uh... A little ridiculous, and I assume they lost the Holy Jihad? <laughs> no, they won. They took over Mali. I mean, Mali lost the Holy Jihad. Yes. Regular Jihad. Okay, it's Holy War or Jihad because they mean the same thing. Holy Jihad is redundant. Holy Jihad, Batman. And I apologize for that redundancy. It's like, it's like, it's like you're saying, like, yeah, they lost the Violent War. Like, What? Okay. It was a real so, live ghost. Yeah. All right. Whoa. So Molly is conquered and taken over. Yep. There you go. There we go. There you go. All right. Within this, it, it, only only uh, 150 years after uh, after Mosa Musa made them the richest country in the world, uh, in 150 years they just uh, got splintered and destroyed. Well, if my money can last me 150 years, I think I'll be happy. Yeah. Do you know that if you spent like a million dollars every day <clears throat> or 150 years out of 400 billion dollars, you would still have money? A million dollars yeah. every day. Damn. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Let wow. me do the math on that. 400 billion dollars? All right. Well, uh, the fire is dying down, everyone. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We are more factual this time, uh, trying to keep it in line with what happened last week, as uh, you guys seem to like that. Um, Although I feel so we'll, like uh, uh, we're, we, it's, it's John, John brought it this time. John did few, bring I had, it. I had a few good ones. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I'll try and be pretty liberal with the cutting. <laughs> Scissors here. The scissor oh, noise. <laughs> Jesus, the phone doesn't like to stay on my lap. Anyways, um, so Anyways. if you have suggestions, you can tweet at us at FiresideCast on Twitter, or you can email us. Um, the email address is thefiresidecast at gmail.com. Uh, I check those about twice a week to, to see what's going on. Um, you can tweet at me, at Travis J. Kohler, or... You can tweet at me, at J. Lockard, III. And just let us know how you're feeling. I don't have it. I have a Twitter, dude. You do? We know. I don't. Uh, well, it's because you you hate Bad the boys. modern modern era. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Very true. So you can yeah. send snail mail to David. No. Yeah, David. What's your PO box? Um, dude, I don't know. A uh, two seven. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Will five hundred Wilson C Boulevard, PO box two seven four seven two two. Isn't it Joseph C Boulevard? It is Joseph, Joseph C Wilson yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, 500, 500 Joseph C. Dot Will. No, it's Joseph C. Dot Wilson Boulevard, isn't it? Yeah, it's Joseph C. Wilson. Yeah, what did I say? You didn't say Wilson. You said Joseph C. Boulevard. Oh, uh, 500 Joseph no, C. Wilson, Wilson Boulevard. Boulevard. Oh. Okay, okay. 500 <laughs> okay. Joseph C. Wilson Boulevard, uh, P.O. Box 274722, Rochester, New York, 14627. Some poor kid is going to get like... One letter in the next three years. Whoever inherited my mailbox is gonna get really. <laughs> when we make it, they'll get like about? a random letter to the fireside cast. We're like, what? Why is this guy calling me retarded? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you have any corrections, um, we we joked about it. I think on the last episode, but uh, New Age of the Eighties actually corrected our our scoring on the uh, Dwight flunking. Dwile flunking on the dwile flunking, flunking yeah. scoring. Yes, where you throw beer, beer soaked rags. Yeah, out and it's actually yeah. five points for a for a hit. So, uh, uh, if you have any so corrections, just let us know. Like uh, like he did. Uh, that was really nice of him. Also, also, yeah. if you ever if you ever play this game, tell us how it is. Because I'm curious. Yeah, 
And yeah. I would not waste beer in such a way. And let us know how many points you got if you played. Yeah. yeah. Um. See, tell me if you won. <laughs> David's really interesting. So send him a letter to that PO box that he said. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. And a beer soaked rag. <laughs> and the, the rag that won you the game. <laughs> I've been Travis. Um, I've been John. I'm still David.